Buddhism became the official state religion. Of course, like all new religions, they compete with native religions. In this case, that religion was the Bon religion that still exists to this day, and tensions are still rather high between them and Tibetan Buddhists. During this time, a great Buddhist revolution started. Monumental translation projects were started to translate the Sanskrit Buddhist text into Tibetan, and the landscape would start to transform as monasteries were built. Unlike early Christianity that appealed to the populace, Buddhism was embraced by all levels of society. Very much like Christianity as it was forming, there were some leaders who resisted and tried to suppress Buddhism. The very last of the anti-Buddhist kings reigned from 838 to 842 AD. He was, however, assassinated and his dynasty quickly collapsed. This, however, did not bring in a renaissance of Buddhism, but rather it caused a protracted period of darkness on Tibet that lasted almost 200 years. Monasteries were not being built anymore, and some were shuttered. Translation projects ceased, and no viable government was in place to stabilize the country. Of course, Buddhism would emerge. The Unique Nature of Tibetan Buddhism As I stated earlier, Tibetan Buddhism is very much a hybrid of the other schools of Buddhism. Its philosophy and general cosmology is that of Mahayana school, but its general teachings, its monastic vows and meditation practices are distinctly Theravadan in nature. It still, however, preserved its Vajrayana heritage. The Vajrayana heritage is not dissimilar to the Mahayana school in terms of its philosophical outlook. There is, however, one big difference. The difference is in how they deal with the various dark qualities of the human, such as greed, aggression, excessive cravings, and ignorance. The Vajrayana school of thought is devoted to turn those dark qualities into wisdom and virtue. I guess you can say they are seeking to transmute those energies. The Mahayana school seeks to destroy those very dark qualities. Mahayana, in a sense, wants to deny the world, but Vajrayana views the world as inseparable from enlightenment itself. What really makes Tibetan Buddhism stand out is its elaborate spiritual practices and techniques. All these elaborate forms of practice are meant to accelerate a person's path to enlightenment and release them from the wheel of reincarnation. This can all take place in one's own lifetime. The Mahayana school believes many, many more lifetimes are needed. These accelerated techniques involve meditation and extensive mantra chanting. Often these chanting sessions are coupled with various visualizations of Tibetan deities. Mantras are of particular importance to Tibetans since it channels the energy from the universe into the mundane world. We will discuss the importance of mantras in the next chapter.